on this episode of Cell TV, I, again, this is, a, this is one you're gonna want, going to want to share uh, and make sure that you stay tuned for why. Because look, let's say you have a set of symptoms that uh, you're not happy with, right? Where's the cause coming from? Well, there's an inexpensive, accurate, reproducible test that you can get. And this test is, I discovered it when I was in Mexico at one of the top cancer clinics. And you may have seen that episode, uh, Dr. Tony Jimenez, Hope for Cancer. Well, this was one of the devices that they were using to determine cancer. Well, let me just say this. Four years before you actually may get a diagnosis, you can determine if you have a problem with this technology. That's why you're going to want to stay tuned for this show. And let me tell you something. Wait till you see this, because we actually determined something about my wife that we would never have determined if it wasn't for this testing. So I'm very grateful that I came all the way to Cancun to discover this technology that's from Germany. But I'm also very grateful that I came to California to actually get this further assessed. So wait till you see this show and you're going to want to share it. Hey, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Cytodetox. Look, podcasts cost money. There's a lot of production uh, going around this, but uh, we are grateful to have Cytodetox as one of the sponsors. It's so easy for me to talk about the product because myself and my family use it constantly as we practice what I preach for over 15 years. I've talked about and taught doctors and the public about cellular detox. And I'll tell you, Cyto was a breakthrough. Cyto was a breakthrough for us. Um, and it's changed so many lives. So we're grateful that they sponsor Cellular Healing TV. It makes sense, doesn't it? They should. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing Cyto Detox product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit detoxoffer.com. Again, that's detoxoffer.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith. This episode welcomes Dr. Dan Bielen, who has been recognized for determining how to inexpensively and accurately screen for cancer with unique thermography technology from Germany. He's here to talk about how this test can offer a cancer diagnosis years before the conventional model would ever detect it. Dr. Pompa will also share Marilee's results from this amazing device. Practitioners also, please check out our show notes for a link so you can implement this incredible technology into your practice. This is an important episode and we are grateful to be able to share this advanced fine-tuned ability to screen for early cancer. And this form of thermography will indeed save many lives. So I'm happy to introduce Dr. Dan Bielen and of course, Dr. Pompa. Welcome. All right, I came to California yeah. to see your technology. It's um, good to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. Nice to meet you too, Dr. Dan. And um, you know, Dr. Dan. we are, exactly, Dr. Dan and Dr. Dan. So, but, uh, you know, I was introduced to this technology when I did, uh, um, which most of them have seen already. I went to Mexico, one of the top cancer, alternative cancer clinics in the world. And that's where I saw your technology. Yeah. And, and I was fascinated because um, at first I, I thought it was just standard thermography. And no, what I found not. was it's not standard thermography. So you're going to find that out here in a second why that is. but. 
Dr. Dan, I, I do want you to talk about how you found this technology because this goes far beyond therm uh, thermography, but how did you find this? It's from Germany, I heard. Yeah, well, originally uh, I had left medical school at uh, UC Davis uh, because I didn't want to be brainwashed to only look at drugs to treat people. I'd had a number of negative things happen to me through my life uh, with hospitals and just wanted to do something that would really be healthy for the body instead of killing things and, mm -hmm. and doing negative things to the body. Our bodies need nutrition, they need energy, they need uh, force behind uh, getting repair mechanisms yeah. going. And so I started going to Germany in around 1979, and I worked with the Queen's doctors in homeopathy, and then I started going to Germany. Now, Germany has had a very open uh, relationship to complementary medicine, as 50% of their doctors practice some form of complementary medicine. And one of the major forces is Dr. Vohl, called EAV, electroacupuncture, Dr. Dr. Vohl. He was yeah, actually a surgeon that would take electronic readings of your skin of the mm -hmm. acupuncture points and before his surgeries and go in and corroborate what he would find electronically with a galvanic mm -hmm. galvanism of the points to what he would find patholo pathologically with cancers and with tumors and with growths and with things that he found. So he, one of his colleagues came to me in my many trips to Germany and uh, taking in their understanding of how you have to really treat the whole terrain of yeah. the body. You don't just kill diseases that are coming from other places. You have to build the terrain. And when you build the terrain, the disease are not vulnerable anymore. And, and so my colleague came to me and said, there's a thermographic method that uses sampling of projection zones from the organs. In other words, it's known in when you went through uh, chiropractic medical school, as well as in neurology, it's straight neurology, yeah. that the, there are zones like above the liver right here sure. under the ribs that are controlled through the autonomic innervation or the nervous system innervation to a region of sure. about two inches this way and four inches this way. And Dr. Schwamm from Germany was the first to start to take temperature measurements. First, he did it at a distance, and then they came up with a probe. Um, this is like this. Now, I improved the probe. I had a patient come into my office and say, here's half a million dollars, realize your dream. And so I, I, I improved the old German method by making an infrared sensor that does not touch the skin because the old one was touching the skin. As soon as you touch the skin, you change the temperature. Right. And so then we go around sampling these points before and after we administer just the stress from the room. So you take someone's clothes off, but before you do that, you take the first measurements. They take their clothes off, you quickly do a second test. I mean, you complete the first test first, and then you take a second test exposed to the room air right that's enough to elicit so, a fight or flight reaction right it stresses the body so and I, I just watched him do my wife which i will show you the report so yeah you you um, did her first readings and what are there 121 different points <clears throat> or something to that degree so with women we do the breasts as well so it's a very accurate comprehensive system it's about 10 times more accurate than the infrared camera thermography because we're using mathematics. We're using the actual skin temperature uh, uh, 
denoted in an actual temperature like 34.1 Celsius. And then we're using mathematical algorithms to find patterns that have been identified over the last 50 years. So we have about 60,000 patient database and we're comparing the ideal response to people that have come in sick and then we send them for other lab tests to corroborate what we find. Yeah. So in other words, if we find suspicion on the breast, we don't just go and do a biopsy. We send them for either mammography or for MRI when we're really concerned. And so this is a, called an adjunct diagnostic by the FDA. So it's cleared by FDA. It's cleared by CE. We're in 15 countries now and 170 devices. Yeah. Well, that's why Dr. Tony uses it in his cancer clinic, obviously, because this shows years before there's a problem. Well, it's been proven through infrared cameras and our method that we can see breast tumors uh, in the terrain assessment. We can see the physiology going downhill well before there's an actual tumor that's discernible by an image up to four years in advance. Yeah. And one of the things that actually interested me in it was because when uh, the reason um, I had it done originally on Marilee was we were looking for a cavitation. Uh, because she was, she got cavitation surgery on her left, and then she started getting this drainage. So I thought, I don't think the cavitation healed correctly. And actually, the, the thermography actually showed that, in fact, it didn't. And matter of fact, not only that, as you'll see, she has a lot of blocked lymph because of the infection in her jaw. And it was uh, very, you know, affecting her breast as well. So and it was even moving to the right side. So I mean, never before has there been a rendering of physiological dynamics in a color image. Yeah. So we're actually looking at sort of a treadmill test for all the organ systems in portrayed in a colored image. Yeah, so be clear, this is not regular thermography. I mean, you're stressing tissues like it like you're getting on a treadmill for um, like you said, like you're checking your heart, right? You're stressing, it's like a stress test, but we're stressing and organs. We're actually in this diagram on the right side, we're seeing these abnormal colors. It should be the light blue, that's health. Yeah, so the this- abnormal yellow means inflammation and the black means a blockage to the normal sympathetic control of those tissues. So you can see some different things happening right there in the jaw. And then you can see what's happening down her lymphatic system in the neck. And then you can see some blockage right here near her breast. And matter of fact, there's a, a different page. Show that of the breast. So this is even more descriptive of what was happening here. And this shows the factors that are going in to create the stress to the breast. So not right. only do you know that breast itself has a problem, but then you can say, okay, the breast Breast problems are due to endocrine imbalances, right. it was lymphatic, lymphatic imbalances, imbalances right. uh, focal infections, and other mm -hmm. parts of the body getting into the lymph, eating this disarray the, the brain. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, and her immune system was being affected by it. You know, and by the way, that's that's why we wanted the test done because we knew that something in that cavitation was still not right. You know, when you say we were to attack a country and that country was so disorganized that people just ran crazily through the streets and they couldn't get a defense mechanism up and running. Well, we can see how organized the response is in every area of the body. And here, this charting system with this device shows, shows us that in this left, left area, which is the head region, 
that the curve actually goes up, which means that there's a stressor. more chaos. Yeah. There's more chaos. Oh, there's more the chaos head. in her head. Trust me on that. <laughs> She's um, not here to defend herself. And, and when she we laughed. look in uh, certain areas of the jaw and certain areas Upper of jaw the jaw is high. Uh-huh. Head. Yeah, you said that. So that there's different ways to look at the body because, you know, when you go into the doctor, he might send a blood test, he might do a physical exam, he might get a history. So he's trying to get these different angles on things in order to put together a picture. Right. This gives you a many different angles all at once in one test. Well, the whole body. you know, I mean, here, a, a doctor, let's say that she had another test. First of all, her a mammogram might be another four years before it was even positive. Okay. So let's fast forward. She gets a mammogram and they say, okay, there's a problem there, right? And now they want to do standard treatments. Meanwhile, they never realized what was happening up here with this test showed there's a problem here. There's a problem here. It's not draining. So um, that's the thing of this looks at more causative factors you know, and projection of what could happen in the future. And many, most cases of breast disease are called differential carcinoma in situ, where they find microcalcifications in the breast. It was deemed by Laura Esterman, who's chief of the breast division at UC San Francisco. She's a radiologist and a breast surgeon. She has said DCIS is not cancer until the very latest stage, but most clinics will actually put clips in and they'll take biopsies and irritate the, irritate the tissue so much that in a year or two, there's uh, a cancer I, that I develops. Agree more. So yeah. you're actually pushing the, the person towards a cancer that could have been reversed if you wouldn't have done anything. Right. You would have used a test like this to find out what are the causative elements, whether it's infections. And, and also if in Harvard, they're doing a new study that looks pretty promising that behind some breast cancers is Epstein-Barr virus. Oh, listen, we just did a show, uh, episode 263. I interviewed uh, Dr. Um, <clears throat> Rafael Gonzalez and that's one of his theories is that um, we're seeing Epstein-Barr virus is a trigger for cancer, a trigger for many different conditions. And we can see here in this raw data that we look at these two points right here and just below your inner canthus on both sides. If these are asymmetrical, that means they're differing temperatures by one degree or more. That's a virus sign. So mm -hmm. we can know, okay, we can send for blood tests, even though it's not Definitive, but we can start her on lymphatic remedies, like yeah. bolstering her her lymphatic and immune system specifically, which is also that. And we can get well on the road. Whereas normally, if she just complained of cavitation, she just goes to the dentist, clears this up. She still has this viral thing in the lymph. Well, and, and even, you wouldn't even know it was it. even coming down into her breast, the blockage though. And she has a fifty-three percent block on the neck lymph, which is twice as high as it should. Yeah, and here's a couple other cases. Uh, here's a uh, multiple myeloma case. You could explain that one. So yeah, this um, is actually a friend of mine who died in the hands of Kaiser, uh, who overdosed him with chemo, so much chemo after they had underdosed him for two years. Uh, then he developed uh, kidney failure and died. I mean, that's his scan. You might want to explain see, that. But you can see how many years before that was this. This was about two years before he died, and he had he had tumors in the whole. Yeah. He had tumors in these regions here. We've also done comparisons of PET scans, and uh, it's it's very obvious that there's a problem there. 
So uh, and down here, and as they treated him with chemo, we could see whether their chemo was effective. And then I would add in my remedies, and we can see exactly what's mm. being done because this is non-invasive. This is non-no radiation, aimless, and it's a way to, and it's it's cleared by FDA as adjunct diagnostics. Uh, and here's another breast. You can see the pathology here. Now this one, it looked like there was some intestinal stuff going on, obviously some lymph stuff happening. Oh, this was actually a patient that was, um, uh, yeah, she refused to take anything. So this patient uh, came to me and uh, I said, she said, well, the, the doctors have found this lump in my breast. I said, well, from our scan, it looks suspicious because you have nine out of 13 criteria uh, coming up, which means that I want you to go and possibly have the tumor removed, and then we'll work on you too. She says, you know what, I'm not going to do anything. And this shows her getting worse and worse mm -hmm. through the years. She finally needed a mastectomy and some chemo. So we could have prevented all that with this, with this 9 out of 13 infrared camera methods that are the fancy image that you see as a pretty picture. They only have two criteria for suspicion. Mm -hmm. So if I only know two things about you, how much am I going to yeah, know? If I know 13 things about you, I'm going to have a lot more in my armamentarium to say, okay, I think I'm more confident right. in my conclusion and with the decisions I'm going to make. So how does, um, you know, how does standard medicine uh, look at this? What we, you know, what would the, the scientists at Harvard say? <laughs> I mean, well, meaning they, I because you. they don't like regular thermography, but what about no. this technology? No, they've long thrown out infrared cameras as mm -hmm. well as FDA says. They'll never clear another infrared camera, but they've cleared our device. And because it's mathematical, computations, and we're looking for signatures, it correlates to the whole future of radiology, which is computer-assisted diagnostics. It means using computers to help us define things because the radiologist's eyes are pretty good. The problem with radiology now is most of the decisions are made by residents that are inexperienced and the supervisors because they're so over overwhelmed with so much to do and so many images. They're in black rooms for 15 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And they, they're new at this. And then the supervisors just come and sign them up. They think, they, I think the latest statistic that one uh, doctor radiologist told me that goes around to the schools to try to fix them is 50% in accuracy of the mammogram. Oh, wow. It was 70% in full. They had these administrative problems. Right. So it depends where you go. It should be about 70 to 73%. Our system is about 83% accurate, but we're not looking at an image. We're looking at physiology. Physiology happens before pathology. Yes. In other words, if, I, if my chemistry is sick and I go in for a blood test, it might not show any abnormality because the blood tests were designed only to see things at an end stage. That's right. And so how do, you, how do you define how the body is going right. in the time before sure. it... Has something I mean, positive. with this test, you're assessing organ health. You're assessing general immune health. Uh, what I mean, so therefore, we talked a lot about cancer. But what? Who else wants this test? What? What other conditions? Um, oh, is it really uh, we have a Lyme disease, Lyme disease signature. So Lyme is um, one of the greatest yes. attacks on our yeah. civilization. Uh, even in Asia, they don't even know that there's Lyme. 
And I go to Asia every few months, um, Philippines, Malaysia, uh, Singapore, and uh, China. And uh, they are having more and more Lyme disease. And you see a certain signature of the brain points going colder instead of getting warmer. Yeah, you know, and I, I saw that on here in the descriptions where it says, okay, you may have some type of infection. Um, however, it looks more Lyme induced or it looks more viral or it looks yeah. more fungus. So we can distinguish so, between virus, bacteria, uh -huh. uh, Lyme and Lyme co-related infections. Or even fungus. Gut dysbiosis, fungal yeah. from the gut. So we see, we have these patterns. I didn't make them up. These were over the last 50 years defined by MDs sitting mm -hmm. in rooms in Europe and corroborating with their lab results they got from normal lab. <laughs> and, and people have to understand the technology, and I don't want to get you know beyond this too much because people won't understand it. But I mean, every organ you know has, and we learn them, right? There, there are these neurological patterns and, and connections. They're projections. Yeah, so projections, right? And they're it's defined, neurological, actually. Well, there was a famous neurologist, Head yeah. Henry Head. That was his name. So they call these head zones. Right. Head zones. So we're, that's the areas that you're measuring. Show that other thing you have because I want to show just how these points. So the points that they're measuring is well, this is the points. actual computer that we use. It's a medical grade special computer, and so it guides the nurse to know where to do the next point. So that's so, the head points, and so, then show the body points. So these are the points with, that correlate. So, so these are all the, the points. points. That are correlating with different organs, so different in, nerve in regions. men, there are 90 points, and women, there are 120 points because we do the breast. There's no normal parameters that we've developed or that have been developed for the men with the breast. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a little bit different for men and women, but the whole test takes 20 minutes. It has the five minutes of the first measurement, 10 minute cool down. That's your stress response time. You come to a new level of homeostasis. The readings plateau, and then you do a second reading. Right. So the whole test takes 20 minutes. And again, that's the, you're measuring how the body adapts or doesn't adapt. Or I should say the tissues, how the tissues adapt. <clears> it's really adapt. how the transmission of the tissues and organs are being conveyed through the nervous system. So the nervous system acts as a transmitter line of the information that's coming from the organs. So it could be as simple as stating this: the tissues that aren't adapting then that's a, a potentially diseased tissue. Right, okay. Yeah. Right. So, and, and that's what they're looking for, which adaptations, something that I, I you know, what is the state of you health? You can't underestimate. A, a state body. of health is a body that finds homeostasis and adapts. A yeah. state of dishealth is a body that's not adapting. I mean, it goes back to the classic cell yeast. Absolutely. Um, cell yeast, all of this yeah. physiological studies of stress. Yeah, so we're taking the whole principle of, of human. Healthy people adapt. Unhealthy and, and have homeostasis, meaning balance. Unhealthy people don't. We're doing that with the tissue. This particular tissues aren't adapting and organs and, or, and organs, and, and therefore there's a problem there potentially. And so, we have structural points, like for chiropractors, we have the mastoid process, which tells us about the upper spinal, uh, and we have the uh, necroiliac, which tells us about the lower spinal as well. Yeah. But uh, we're our company is about six years old. Um, I founded it uh, then. Uh, we're in about this technology is far older than that, however. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, 25 years ago, came out with one of the later computerized versions, yeah. and that I took through FDA as well. So I've taken this through FDA twice. 
and I founded the company. It's called Alpha Thermodiagnostics, and the name of the machine is the Alpha Site 9000. Yes. And we're at www.alphathermo, A-L-F-A, like the Italian sports bar, alphathermo.com. Yeah, and, and that's important because many of you right now are probably asking, well, where can I get the test? What doctors or where have, can I get the machine? Or where can I get the machine? So many doctors out there watching, where can I get the machine? Um, and uh, those of you who say, I want the test, you can go to the website. We, and, have, we have leaders that have endorsed it. So Joe Mercola came out after he saw Joe's a friend of ours. Yeah. yeah, he interviewed me. He uh, he got up in front of 300 doctors and said they everyone has to have this, which is true. And uh, and then we have Thomas Rao in Switzerland. That's a big hospital. He has two of these. He's running about 100 per month, about yeah. 100 tests per month. We have uh, Dietrich Klinghart, who's one of my old friends. So is, you have a list of places where they can get this testing. Yeah, correct? if you go on, on the alphathermo.com, there's a map of alphathermo.com. Correct. Got it. Okay. That's for you all. All right. And um, how much is the testing? I mean, what, what's typically well, doctors usually I mean, charge, different charges. I'm sure, yeah, but. between two, set, 250 and it depends on their license. We yeah. have a radiologist doing it in Texas that charges about 650 mm-hmm. But uh, it's a revenue uh, enhancer. Mm-hmm. You can do up to eight tests a day, and if you're charging two fifty, you're paying for the machine. It, but it's inexpensive. I mean, that's the best part about it, yeah. right? I mean, it's, it's uh, about seventeen thousand. Yeah, it's um, yeah, that's fantastic. So okay, um, this is uh, something that I I would say okay, great. You know, we're identifying these weaknesses. You know, etc. Every doctor is going to have different methods of you know what to do after the fact, but um, the, the key here, you know, what, you know, what is the biggest benefit of this? Is it early detection or is it knowing what were the causes? Both. Both, okay. Because if you have a known disease, say of colitis, and you don't know, was, is that from long-term dysbiosis only? Is it from an infection in a tooth that slowly leaked down and created havoc in the gut? Mm-hmm. Is it from the lymph? Where is it originally from? Because if we just keep chasing after diseases in the particular organs they express themselves in, we very well might be never catching up to it, and it's going to reproduce itself. Then um, let me ask you this. What, you know, for example, my wife, you know, so, okay, now we're going to get this done, right? We're going to get some Well, she needed lymphatic Absolutely. which you and, wouldn't have known. She right. would have just had the dental work. Absolutely. So, and then we follow up in how long? Like, when do you typically recommend follow up? Uh, with her, I would do a month to six weeks. Okay. All right. All and right. with patients that are fairly healthy, we do about every four months. Yeah. But in cancer patients, we will do once a month. Okay. Now, because we need to see what we're doing. Yeah. And, and if what, I'm what's choosing, working and what's not. If yeah. I'm choosing a good liver remedy that works on most of my patients, but not on this one, I'll be able to see it. One of the things I I always ask, right, because I'm always very skeptical about machine diagnostics, et cetera, is the re- reproducibility. Meaning, if we did the test on my wife and then, you know, half hour later we did it again, what would the result be? So uh, we've done many studies, mostly the Germans did the studies with doing this test every day. You shouldn't do it right after you've done one because the person has already exhibited their adrenal 
reserves into the response. So they've used up some, so you do it the next day at around the same time, and it's completely reproducible. We have patients that yeah, we do like that. every year, and we can see their general personality. It's kind of like a fingerprint. Yeah. Absolutely. So every patient you get, when you're when you're when you see a patient, you have this fingerprint character of the patient, and you know how to look at them. So if they have a new pathology or stress, you're going to see it. And clearly. then you start to ask them questions based upon your result. They said, well, how do you know that I get up at night to urinate all the time? I didn't tell you that. Or how do you know that you have that I have this one uh, kidney infection, you know, because I don't tell anybody about that. Mm -hmm. And so that happens daily. Yeah. So what, what are some of the, you know, really, I, I don't want to say cool things that you've seen, <laughs> I mean, but shocking things, I don't know. Without... I can tell you a shocking thing. We have a patient who's treating out of a clinic in Malaysia who's doing some advanced immunology, and they're treating a Hodgkin's case cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and they get successive PET scans. So we can actually, in countries like that, you can actually order more stuff. They're more open to do whatever you want mm -hmm. as doctors. So we order successive PET scans, and we saw that as she got better, the PET scans became negative. On our tests, we could see remnants of the old infections in the lymph from the Hodgkins that they now were saying were clear. Mm. So we can know to keep treating the patient in the same way and what the timing should be, whether there's true resolution. Yes. Because if we can see yeah. physiology, we can see, hey, this person's gonna get a recurrence in six months, and you're telling them that they're clear. Yeah. So this is a way that we can say no. We still see that there's an infection. We can see the teeth, mm -hmm. we can see. So it's an incredible view. And we've compared it to successive PET scans, and we see mm. the same patterning yeah. of what the PET hot cells show with our thermographic method. For me, you know, just as a person who wants to stay healthy, and, you know, I, I get it, right? It's like we have to be ahead of things, right? We're at least four years ahead of a disease process by with the breast that's yeah right. with the breast okay but i <clears throat> maybe more i mean maybe the same with sure, some of the other organs yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh it's something i feel you know why wouldn't you want to get this technology done you know it, it's affordable um it's accurate it's reproducible i'm a scientist at heart so i was a research physiologist in gastroenterology neurology. so i did some of the original stroke research actually at uc davis with neurosurgeons and we were creating strokes, and then we were putting dogs down with barbiturates, which is the way that you induce a semi-coma, which it reestablishes the, the circulation to the areas of the brain which would normally die from a stroke. So we were the first to actually determine that if you put someone into a near-coma state for a period of, of days or hours, then you can help the blood vessels of the brain to regrow and establish collateral circulation. So I come from a science background and I want everything I do science-based. I can tell that about you, no doubt. You know, my, my whole thing is I come from that place of, you know, we want to look for cause, right? It's like, in other words, and that's what this does, right? You're looking for cause. You know, okay, great. What a concept, huh? Yeah, right? It's like you have a set of symptoms. Okay, great. So what? But this is 
showing where some of the pathologies are that cause it. I don't know. Time. I don't know what they do at hospitals. No, well, they're, they're, they're chasing the symptom. I mean, meaning that oh, they're, they're you have a lump in your breast now. Let's just I mean, take that out. Medicine was designed. This so-called modern medicine of our country, at least, to keep people from dying. Yeah. and it's pretty good at that. Well, you know, <laughs> it's so true. But yeah, no, we, uh, this is great technology. Um, I think, I hope uh, most people will put, make sure folks in the, the notes will have the links. Well, uh, it's alpha, but don't forget you spell it like the Italian sports car, alphapromo.com. My name is Dr. Dan Bielin. Bielin. That's B-E-I-L-I-N. So I'm uh, doc, D-R-B-E-I-L-I-N at alphapromo.com. Here in California? Yeah. Yeah. Came Northern a, California. Came a long way to see the technology. Actually, I came a longer way the first time. I actually went all the way to Cancun. Yeah. But that was one of the – we have a three-part series uh, that we did on things that they're doing in Mexico, treatments that people need to know about, right? Oh, they don't well, know about. Well, Asia is coming up. Coming up. There. I'll, I'll be like heading crazy. there. I so will be heading there. We have Malaysia as one of the leaders. Yeah. Philippines with Dr. Ken Shea. Uh, if you know her, she's starting to work with Tony. Yeah, a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. Her mother died of cancer, and so she decided to make one of the leading cancer centers in Manila. Mm. So she's almost up and running. Mm. And then Taiwan, they're developing one in Taiwan. I mean, the Chinese are are giving billions of dollars into the development yeah. of alternative medicine. Well, folks, I'll be going there, and uh, you're going to point me in some great directions of like they have to hear about this treatment, you know, yeah. or, or this uh, testing device. No, it was great. So, yeah, we uh, saw this technology when I was there, and I said, my gosh, I, I've got to do a whole show just on that. You know, so awesome. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, well, absolutely. We yeah. appreciate it. I'm going to get tested now. Yeah, so, yeah. all right, folks, see you on the next one. Okay. I want to give thanks to one of our sponsors, Cyto Defend. Look, at a time like this, I think that our immune system and keeping our immune system up right now is more important than ever. I can also tell you, that I pay attention to the things that keep my immune system on par and healthy. So, so glad that Cyto Defend is one of our sponsors here on Cell TV. And it's a product that I use, my family uses, and hopefully you'll check it out. And by the way, you can check it out with the link right here below. If you want to try a free bottle, you can actually get a free bottle, just pay the shipping. And I think you'll reorder after that, but check it out. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing CytoDefend product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit freeimmunity.com. Again, that's freeimmunity.com. Well, that's it for this week. The materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you would like to purchase some of the supplements mentioned on this show, please visit the site as seen on chtv.com and use the code chtv15 for 15% off. Again, that's as seen on chtv.com. Use the code chtv15 for 15% off. And as always, thanks for listening.